I like our team. I thought we got off to a, a pretty good start this past summer in South Korea in the World University Games and, and hopefully developed some valuable experience and gave some guys some minutes that will, will definitely be beneficial for us moving forward. But it, it should be a fun time. We've got a group of competitive guys, quite a bit of balance, and, you know, uh, it will be an unbelievable league again just like it has been, uh, maybe as good this year as it ever has been. And so uh, certainly, uh, you know, whoever is fortunate enough to be the last one standing will have to be very consistent and play well for a long time. Okay, we'll take questions for Coach, if you would. Please. We've got a question on the left-hand side about halfway back. Name and affiliation, please. Uh, Michael Coleman, KCTV5. How are you doing there, Bill? Sell? I'm doing fine, Michael. How are you? I'm doing all right. How do you think the world games – experience will carry over into this season? Well, I, th I think the biggest thing that, that we probably got out of it, you know, we, we didn't we, we didn't take Sheck and, and Svee because obviously they're international players and, and, and Brandon Green and Devontae didn't play because of injuries. So, you know, we, we weren't whole over there. But 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 Wayne Selden, I think, uh, uh, emerged as a not a good college player, as a great college player over there. He was terrific. And, and I think Hunter Mickelson uh, uh, got minutes that will, that will make him a, a, a viable player in our league. And so there were some key players that that, that I think that need to get developed and, and get minutes that did. And I think that will probably help those guys as much as anybody else. Frank and Perry, it was fun and all those things, but they played in big games and had success. But those other guys needed that. Got a question on the left side about halfway back. Sam McDowell, Kansas City Star. How much do you foresee playing Devontae Graham and Frank Mason together this year, and what are the potential benefits of that? Well, if, if you really studied our team, the last two years we were very, very big on the wing. Uh, you know, you play Wiggs at 6'8 at the three, and you play Kelly at 6'8 at the three, and then, you, then Wayne's your big two guard. And that was great in some ways, but, but we lost a lot of playmaking playing that way. Uh, uh, so I, I plan on playing. I mean, I. I I'm not saying that it'll for sure happen, but as of now, Devontae and Frank will start next to each other. And then, and then, and then we'll play, you know, our big guard at the three, whether it be Wayne or, or uh, Svee or BG, probably Wayne, uh, uh, if he's able to, to get healthy with his ankle. But I, I think it gives us more playmaking. I, I, think, it, I think it gives us more speed. And, and I think we'll create more easy baskets for our big guys because we'll have better passers in the game. We have a question on the right-hand side, two rows back. Hey, Bill, Jenny Carlson with the Oklahoma. Hey, uh, talk a little bit about in your non-conference scheduling. How, do, how have you all uh, worked to balance out going and playing road games, neutral site games especially, and your home games? What's sort of been your philosophy and mentality with that? Well, you know, Larry Keating does uh, uh, our scheduling, and, and he, he's terrific at it. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you get an opportunity to play 13 non-league games, and, and, and for – budget reasons or whatnot, we know we need to play probably at least eight at home. And so so we'll, we'll start with that. And, and then and then there's several games that are scheduled for us before we even get started, uh, uh, whether it be the, the SEC Big 12 Challenge, whether it be the uh, uh, Champions Classic, whether it be Maui. You know, there's several games that are scheduled for us before we get started. And then, so we kind of, you know, look at big picture and then go backwards. But one thing that I think that, that we've done is uh, we tried to play a – a nationally competitive schedule uh, in, in one in which 
even the games you look at as as uh, uh, guarantee games or buy games, it's against teams that are the best teams in their respective leagues. So uh, uh, it's been really good for us, and, and, and that's one thing that we'll always try to do, especially for you know trying to trying to build up our strength of schedule. Just a little to the left, halfway back. Hey, Bill, Brian Davis, the Austin American Statesman. What, when you take these, these trips, like the World Games trips, outside of practices and games, what are you wanting to get uh, out of the players off the floor in terms of team building and, and all those sorts of things? And how do you judge whether it was a success? I, I, I have the, the thing that was great about this trip, uh, more so than anything, uh, uh, people in Guangzhou were nice. Uh, can't say quite as the same about the food. Uh, 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 but no, I'm sure it was good if, if, you, if you had that taste. Uh, but it was it was a 17-day trip. It was too long. Uh, uh, there, there was actually not once did guys complain. Uh, I trusted them. Uh, I, I was just telling uh, a, a group earlier, you know, coaches micromanage, we all do. And over there, there was none of that going on. I trust them. They did their job. And, 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 and it was one of those times that I think our guys were probably as close as they've been since I've been in Kansas as far as kind of rallying around the cause and having fun doing it. So uh, I, I think I learned a lot as a coach, not only with the rule changes, with the short clock, with all these things uh, uh, going on basketball-wise, but also uh, maybe how to how to – treat uh, your guys and how to how to give them more freedom as long as they don't abuse it and things like that which which I think in turn made them uh, uh, probably uh, happier is probably not the right word but more energetic to do their job when it was time to do their job we got a question in the right corner all the way in the rear hey coach Ryan Marshall KSHB TV Kansas City I know you mentioned about the rules changes and one of the big rules changes is that the shot clock goes from 35 to 30 seconds. How does that dictate what you guys do out there on the court, getting in your sets? Does that are there any changes that you guys um, are doing specifically with that? I, I don't think there's a lot of difference. Uh, uh, I, I think if if uh, if we'd have taken 30 seconds to get a shot off, uh, you know, the last several years, I think all our fans would say we're playing ridiculously slow. I, I think the 35 to 30 is going to be a, a real factor uh, uh, in the last five minutes of game. You see very little shot clock violations uh, in the first 35 minutes of game. You, you do in the last five to seven minutes because teams are milking the clock, so they're not trying to score until the last 10 seconds of a shot clock. And, and then, of course, sometimes, you know, obviously uh, you struggle getting a look when you're only trying to score in the last 10 seconds of the shot clock. I, I, I think that'll still be the same, but I, I don't think it's going to be a big difference. Some coaches do. I'm one that I think that coaches and players will adjust and we'll just figure out how to way to move the ball a little quicker or get the ball to the second or third side faster so that way we can still do what we're trying to do. But I, I, th I think the emphasis on, on how the game will be officiated will play a much bigger factor in the look of our game rather than the shot clock. Coach. Question on the far outside left. Hey, Coach Aaron Sportsman here at Sprint Center. You always are looking for that point guard to that be that bulldog. It seemed like Frank really took that on towards the end of last year, and even we saw here at Sprint Center and in South Korea. Is where he came from? Um, are you 
I'm sure pleasantly surprised, but shocked at all how much he's changed over a year and just how much command he's taken over this team? Uh, I don't think shocked. I, I'm, I'm real pleased with him. Uh, but but I, I thought all along, when, when we got Frank and, and, and after he's been in practice for two or three weeks, I thought that this would be what he would become. Uh, and, and it took him a little while to get comfortable enough to do it. But Frank's a much better player than he was last year. And, and uh, he's going to continue to get better because the understanding of the game is going to, his understanding is, of the game is going to get better. But I'm real pleased with him. But I think Frank, what, what Frank is, he's not a true point guard. He's, he, people think he's a point guard because he's not very tall. Uh, uh, but, but Devontae and him together, I think you'll see Frank playing a lot off the ball. Devontae, in a lot of ways, is more of a true point than Frank, and I think that'll free Frank up to even score more. This will be the final question for Coach right here on the front. Nicole Arbach, USA Today. Uh, just back on the, the rule changes, I know obviously a lot of coaches are emphasizing officiating is going to determine right. things, but there were a lot of rule changes beyond just the shot clock. Um, have, have you did not done anything that throughout the summer or practice to just teach the guys some of the other changes? Not, not really. Uh, as much as what you think. I think the biggest thing that, that we're going to struggle with is having players actually call the timeouts as opposed to coaches calling it from the sideline. That's something that I think is going to need to be practiced. Uh, uh, I think the four-foot arc instead of three-foot arc is a great rule change, but that's not one that we've, we, don't, we don't emphasize taking charges anyway uh, uh, as much as what we probably should, but that's never been an emphasis of ours. And so, uh, you know, that, that's obviously going to be a, a factor, but. Uh, and, and, and the one that nobody talks about that I think is a big deal is the, the closely guarded call. Uh, you know, the, theoretically, if you have a strong point guard and it's a late game situation, you can dribble out the clock. Uh, there's, there's no five second call anymore. So I think that'll be one that, that coaches will have to adjust to and, 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 and how they defend those situations because everything's now going to have to be trapping and doing things like that as opposed to just trying to play pressure defense so uh it, it's going to be it's, it's going to be interesting but uh, uh i probably done a poor job with it because the first three weeks of practice that has we we've emphasized the physicality and how to play different post defense and things like that but we haven't really emphasized all the other changes as we will moving forward okay coach thank you very much for your yeah, comments thank you have a great season